0: Welcome to Timothy Eden Memorial Church, a place for life. Connect, participate, celebrate. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for your constant presence with us. We thank you for your word that teaches us, that inspires us, that comforts us, that sometimes challenges us. And we pray that now that the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts would be acceptable to you our lord our rock and our redeemer amen there are not many references in fact there's surprisingly few references to foxes in the old testament But where the beautiful and mysterious creature is mentioned, a fox is a destructive figure. The main reference to foxes in the Old Testament is actually, believe it or not, can anyone guess? It's it's the Song of Solomon is the, the main reference to foxes. And it's just mentioned in one verse where the bride says to her beloved, catch us, the foxes. The little foxes that spoil the vines for our vines have tender grapes in the verses before this she describes the beautiful and perfect world of one who is in love right and she does not want she says this verse because she does not want the destructive foxes or anything else to cause any kind of damage to their fragile young love. I prefer, I really like the, the fox metaphor that's that's sometimes used in Spanish. I don't know if any of you know Spanish, but the, the term uh, to call someone un viejo zorro, an old fox, implies that having achieved I'm not looking at you, Orb, (laughs) maybe in 10 years, having achieved a certain age, a man has become wise. He has seen a lot of the world, and that he isn't easily tricked or flattered. He's calm and cool and not naive or, or gullible. I, 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 I like that image of a fox. In Greek literature, however, a fox was typically portrayed as clever and deceitful, and that fits more closely with our modern image of a fox as being sneaky and cunning. We're suspicious of the person who is called sly as a fox, because we think of them usually as someone who is able to get what they want in an underhanded or a dishonest way. They're self-serving. They take advantage of honest people and quite often have no remorse. Personally, I have on occasion, on rare occasion, been able to see a fox up close. And I think they are fascinating and quite adorable, really. I feel a little bit like they get a bad rap and that they may have come to this, come by this reputation unfairly, having been portrayed in many traditional folklores and fables as crafty and cunning and capable of trickery. For sure, uh, foxes are clever and cunning hunters. They have to be. Unlike wolves, they don't hunt in packs, they're solitary creatures and they hunt alone. So they have to be clever, they have to be careful. But they're certainly not the only animals that are like that, so I don't know why they got the bad reputation. They are, however, known for being tenacious in their ability to get into a hen house which is one of their favorite places to find their lunch. Since Luke was writing for a Greek audience, this cunning and deceitful understanding of Herod being that fox is most likely what Jesus means in this passage that Janice read for us since chapter 9 so we're in chapter 13 now and since chapter 9 jesus has been making his way toward jerusalem winding through the towns and villages of judea teaching about the kingdom of god about the narrow door of discipleship and now beginning his cryptic teaching about what is to come the cross and the resurrection. Go and tell that fox for me, he says. Go and tell that fox, listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day, I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must be on my way because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. He says this in what is a rather bold response to Pharisees, but these weren't the traditional, the the ones that we think of the Pharisees who were trying to test him and trying to catch him. These were kind and believing Pharisees who followed Jesus, who believed in what he was teaching, and they have come to warn him that Herod Antipas, Tetrarch of Galilee, was seeking to have him killed. This isn't news to Jesus. Remember, Herod had beheaded John, John the Baptist, and now amid stories about what Jesus has been doing, Herod fears that Jesus may be the return of John, who has come back to seek uh, revenge on Herod for his beheading. Jesus, of course, is neither intimidated nor surprised nor deterred By this news but instead calls Herod that fox you go tell that fox and it it points to the cunning and deceitfulness of Herod's self-serving actions not long before this Herod had actually thought maybe it'd be a good idea to meet Jesus right to see for himself whether Jesus was was in fact John returned But now he's just fed up with these prophets who have been such a nuisance to him, who have gotten in his way, and he wants to kill Jesus and be done with it. There's a common saying, don't put a fox among the hens, right? And that is what Herod is in Jesus' estimation. The ordinary people of Israel are like defenseless chicks against the prowess of Herod, who is a cunning fox with a ruthless military at his command and the power of the, and authority of the Roman Empire backing him. A fox who is only too pleased to devour the hen for dinner and turn her chicks into dessert. There's no comparable saying for some reason, or maybe there is a good reason, there's no comparable saying about warning about putting a hen among the foxes, right? What can a hen do to foxes? Peck them to death? (laughs) She'd try that at her own peril. So when Jesus calls Herod a fox, and then he immediately turns to the city of Jerusalem with the famous lament, oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you were not willing. When he says this, it feels like he is referring to himself almost as A weak adversary right a hen he's called just called Herod that fox and now he's comparing himself to a hen it sounds strange it is a remarkable juxtaposition though remember in the Gospel of Luke as we've been hearing uh, in past weeks Jesus has been talking about fighting evil with good right about turning the other cheek about going the extra mile about giving your cloak as well as your tunic and i think that the reality of this teaching really hits home when we're confronted head-on with the evil of a fox not just a fox we read about like herod but a real life fox like Vladimir Putin. As I have watched the news reports these past couple of weeks, I confess to you, my brothers and sisters, that my gut response to the military strikes that have been taking place in the Ukraine has not been to turn the other cheek. I don't think I'm alone in that sentiment to be honest. That's not how we naturally want to respond to the foxes in our lives and in our world. Herod was by no means the first or the last or the only world leader to fit our common understanding of a fox. Nor is Putin. There has been no shortage of foxes in the world throughout history. Dictators and other despotic rulers have used cruel and oppressive tactics against their enemies and even against their own people for centuries, always for self-serving purposes. You know their names, Caligula, Attila the Hun, Genghis Khan, Bloody Mary, Ivan the Terrible, Pol Pot, Idi Amin, Pinochet, Hitler. To be honest, at the mention of some of these names, Putin seems more like a pussycat than a fox, except that his tactics of silencing, disappearing... And executing his opponents are just the same. And left unchecked could lead to tragedies just as great. As we are seeing with our own eyes this week. But just as the people in Jesus' time might have wondered why their Messiah, who was expected to be a powerful military leader, why he was calling himself a hen, In contrast to that fox Herod, we don't typically think to fight foxes with hens in our time either. What on earth was Jesus talking about? Let me share with you a story that one farmer told about his hens. The forest fire had been brought under control, and the firefighters were working back through the devastation, making sure all the hot spots had been extinguished. As they marched across the blackened landscape between the wisps of smoke still rising from the smoldering remains, a large lump on the trail caught the firefighters' eye. As he got closer, he noticed that it was the charred remains of a large bird that had burned to death. Since birds can so easily fly away from the approaching flames, the firefighter wondered what must have been wrong with this bird that it could not escape. Was it sick? Had it been injured? Arriving at the carcass, he decided to nudge it off to the side of the trail with his boot. As soon as he did, however, he was startled by a flurry of activity around his feet. Four tiny birds fluttered and flailed in the ashes and then scurried away down the hillside. The bulk of the mother's body had covered them from the searing flames. Though the heat had been enough to consume her, her babies found safety underneath. In the face of the rising flames, she had stayed with them. Her dead carcass and her fleeing chicks told the story well enough. She gave the ultimate sacrifice to save her young. The hen in the story was the only chance that those chicks had for safety. She could not fight the fire. But being willing to spare her own life. She had gathered them up under her wings to herself. And at the point of pain and death when she might still have saved herself. she, she chose to stay and protect her defenseless babies. A mother hen will do the same when the fox raids the hen house cover her babies with her own body offering herself to be devoured in order to protect her her chicks I'll admit something about this week that I shared President Zelensky's frustration this week when NATO decided not to declare a no-fly zone over Ukraine. I don't know about military tactics and international policy. Surely I thought our powerful countries should have the courage to stand up against evil, even if it might mean personal cost. But as Jesus knew and as the NATO leaders discerned, fighting evil with evil does not advance the kingdom of God. And provoking the fox is never a good a good strategy. Perhaps in a situation like this. We the allies of the Ukrainian people are instead called to be the Christ like hen that spreads her wings. To protect and help the innocent and vulnerable. The farmer who told the story of the hen shared a further observation that actually not all chicks will run to their mothers in time of danger. Some are either paralyzed in panic or try to find a way to save themselves. The mother hen just can't logistically run around gathering them up individually. They have to come to her when she spreads her wings. In this passage and others in the book of Luke, Jesus recalls the warnings of Ezekiel that Jerusalem would face destruction as a result of refusing to take refuge under the protective wings of God. They were the chicks that would not run to their mother in the face of danger, but tried to find their own salvation. But Jesus is still determined to protect the rebellious nation of Israel. Like the mother hen stretches out her wings, Jesus stretched out his arms on the cross. That his wings might cover the whole earth and protect all those Who would take shelter there. In The moment when Jesus was most under threat. His thoughts turned immediately to the innocent and vulnerable people. Who were subject to the rule of that fox. Jesus knew that Herod could do nothing. To impede Jesus or his mission. Which was ordained by God Almighty. He had a destiny to fulfill, and that destiny was to go to Jerusalem and die, risking the threats of the fox, and finally adopting the role of the mother hen, protecting the innocent, as he had so long wanted to do. By his sacrifice, all those who take refuge under his outstretched arms need fear no evil maybe it's pandemic maybe it's war or national or world events that are pressing down on you weighing on your heavy heart and spirit this week or maybe it's a situation in your own life something personal that feels like there is a fox trying to devour you An oppressive home or work situation. A mental health struggle or an addiction. A job loss or rising inflation rates that is stretching your family finances you fear to the breaking point. Jesus is spreading out his wings, inviting us to seek rest and protection under his all-encompassing wings. When it feels like the world is burning around us we can take refuge and rest under the wings of Jesus. He has given his life so that we might have the power of the Holy Spirit to face all the foxes and all the fires in the world. And when the fox leaves. And the fire dies down as they always do. Because evil never has the last word. Then we are released to new life. Knowing that Jesus is the hen that rose from the dead to new life. And who will always be here to protect sustain us. Come Lord Jesus, spread out your wings to protect your chicks in Ukraine and around the world today. Amen.